0: Podcast on This is The Way. Today we'll be doing a kind of joint review of Mandalorian Season 2, Chapter 10, called The Passenger, and Chapter 11, known as The Heiress. As always, never alone. I couldn't do this on my own. We've got the regular boys here just to review the,
1: the two latest episodes. So I'm going to hand you over to your boy, Ty. Hello, guys. We are back. With another video. Obviously, very excited to be covering both the passenger and the heiress in this video. We've got a lot to talk about, we've got a lot to discuss, and of course, the man who looks like Obi Wan. Why don't you say hello there, Alex?
2: Hello there. Um, today, we will be looking at those. As you can tell by the joke, we haven't been on it, and we are you watching this podcast get out. Um, but no, in all honesty, sure. uh, episode 10, The Passenger. Mando is still on Tatooine after helping the, uh, what's it called? The Tusken Raiders uh, defeat Sand Dragon, and he's just got Boba Fett's armor back from Cobb. Um, and he goes back to the hangar. Uh, at the hangar, um, he's a bit deflated, a bit upset because he hasn't found a Mandalorian. It was just a guy wearing Mandalorian armor. But then the woman who owns the hangar and has the pit droids comes out and says, this this person that I trust has seen Mandalorians on this planet, um, but you have to take her with you. And he's a bit shaky about this. He's like, how do I know you can trust him? She's like, I trust them with my life. So he agrees, and it's this frog lady. Um, with a canister of eggs. Uh, Which baby Yoda might or might not get a little bit excited about. Anyway, (laughs) but there's one catch to this. They can't go into hyperspace because it will ruin the eggs. Uh, The eggs aren't fertilized, sorry, are fertilized and they are an endangered species in the Star Wars universe. So they have to go through. And Mandalorian says, okay, fine, we'll do it. Buckle up, it'll be a slow and bumpy ride. And they get run into by, by some X-Wing who ask for identification and stuff. And when Mando cannot provide it because he's a bounty hunter outlaw Mandalorian, he goes, fuck you, and lands on a nearby planet. In doing so, the razor Crest gets absolutely mullered and destroyed edit the burp out, um, to which Mando's just sat there and has to repair the ship. But the woman cannot communicate with Mando because she speaks in burps and Like <sighs> So she sees a head of a droid throw back to the Prisoner episode of season one, where we see Zero and Richard Ayoade reprises his role as Zero, for the voice. And she creates a communication device where she tells him that it's urgent and that the Mandalorians are are honorable soldiers and that they don't give up. And he goes fine and decides to fix the ship. Baby Yoda then comes out and tries to tell Mando something. Mando can't understand because he's a baby. And they go off to a cave. Where Frog Lady decides to bathe and wants more eggs. Baby Yoda tries to eat the eggs. Mando says, stop it, you little shit. And Baby Yoda goes to eat this um, spider egg. Pissing off the spiders and then the spiders attack. And then at the end of the episode, guess what happens? The X-Wings come down, save Mando and do him a solid and say, here you go. Look after yourselves.
1: You should join oh. the
2: resistance. Mando's like, nah, fuck this. I've got a quest to do.
1: And that's the end of episode two. Damn, man. You should be a storyteller, bro. I felt like I was right there. <laughs> man, immersed in the whole area and the war Star Wars in the galaxy. Well done, Alex, man. Thanks, for re- uh,
2: I, I, I probably gave a bit too much detail than I probably should have done, but I really liked the episode. I'm really into the Mandalorian guys. Fun and fight. shame on you like guys for not
1: remembering it. Fun fact. Directed by Peyton Reed, who, for Marvel fans, directed both Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Fun fact.
2: Can I just say, The Mandalorian do have some amazing, amazing... um, Oh, hello. Okay. The Mandalorian do have some amazing directors
1: on
0: board. True.
1: The writing is just is is very well put and with this kind of episode um I think many Star Wars fans and many kind of well fans in general could just say oh it was just a filler episode I I don't necessarily think that I feel you know the obviously the writing has been well thought out and John Favreau as we know who is the head and the helm of this kind of project he wouldn't do this kind of episode if it didn't mean something to the story of the Mandalorian and I think this you know, like the passenger in such, it does show, I don't know, I don't know for me, I don't know how it was for you guys, but it really like, like his honor and like his kind of, you know, his his kind of integrity does kind of shine through in this episode. And it kind of even shows his compassion in a sense, even, you know, for this random stranger, this passenger you just met, but, you know, he, he does have a caring, but, What what were your thoughts, Liam?
0: I very much enjoyed the design of the spider. I thought it was very cool because it um, referenced original designs from The Empire Strikes Back, and I thought that was really cool to go revisit. I get what you're saying, that some people could see it as a filler episode, but there were some of the best moments. The baby Yoda trying to eat the eggs is going to be a meme from now on. Uh, It's just a fact. uh, It it
2: will be a meme. Just branching off on the the Baby Yoda um, eating the eggs sort of thing. There has been a bit of backlash of that, actually, because yeah. people are like, oh, Baby baby Yoda's eating this endangered species. Like, one, yeah, he didn't eat all the eggs, though. Two, wow, I'm trying to justify, justify <laughs> a baby doing genocide. Oh, God. Two, the eggs, predators eat eggs, Baby Yoda would eat an egg. Three, they're frogs. Okay. We do know Baby Yoda loves to eat frog. We've seen him eat this on many occasions in many different episodes. He's a baby. No. And two, it's just a little it's just a little funny side thing where you see Baby Yoda One, being <laughs> cheeky and getting something that he knows that you shouldn't be having.
0: Man's, man's a baby, like. Like, come on, it's a joke. Four, funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just funny. But I got oh one. yeah, it was hilarious, you're like, oh, you just see it and you're like, oh no. I like how at the end, when uh, Manda had
2: to pressure, had to, Manda had to pressurise the um, Razor Crest, and the only room he could do was the cockpit, so they all buckled up, and uh, you see Baby Yoda look at the uh, egg canister with, like, staring it down, mm-hmm. and the one just hugs it a little bit tighter, and then you just see Baby Yoda just pull out from under his top. I
1: know, but egg and just go <laughs> she's yeah. sus she's sus of baby uh, on the weekend. How, how does how at some point she didn't was just like wait one two three four five six seven. something's not right yeah. wow yeah. there he is,
0: some there is. In here. but i i enjoyed yeah. it Obviously, people did say i could see where people come from it was a filler episode but it was really good and like the spiders were scary as shit. Like, I don't have arachnophobia, but the noises and the way they move just get shit out of me. Like, yeah. I was like... Nah. It, it
2: really did catch on that old, like, horror movie sort of space horror movie yeah. thing. I, and again, yes, did feel like a filler episode. I agree with Ty. But, one, you've got to know that the quest is slow and within, like, video games and stuff, there are side quests. And to some side quests lead to the main quest. Without that, he wouldn't have gone on to episode three with the information that he had. And he wouldn't have got to that place. Knowing the struggles he has just gone through, and you understand the character a bit more. It lets you look more at Baby Yoda's actual aspect into who he is, even though he's still an infant, even though he's like 50 years old.
1: But the Mandalorian has like become this such this thing, this entity, like with people I say to you, yeah, you may think of filler episode, but like, don't necessarily think of it as filler episode, literally, like, like it says, the title chapter 11, chapter 12, it's literally like a book, but it's kind of more, they're they're kind of, you're you're just reading books, but just like by a page by page. And... We yeah. like this like it was just you're just reading another page of the book and it just well, every show every show has filler episodes just to progress the story like
0: alex said if he didn't have the knowledge that he gained in the second episode he wouldn't have the knowledge that he needed that for the third episode it's just every show has filler and it's kind of like people think that filler is a bad thing but it does it progresses the story obviously you can't have action 24 7 even though that would be cool Sometimes you do just need more- And the, there, more was, there was a good
2: amount of action in yeah. episode two anyway, With with the spiders, you could exactly. feel the suspense
1: at, at any moment, they're fucked. And correct Overall. me wrong with like, if, you know, the fans if say, oh, you want kind of everything at once. Like I'm sure many of us would like Ahsoka Tana, Darth Moore, um, Captain Rex in one same episode and just like, it's like, oh, this is amazing. But then you guys hop off to the reviews and it's just like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Why do not yeah. you look at the story and just, just bitch about it in the comments? It's just like, exactly. wait, the story pan out, people, you know. People, it, people want everything all at
0: once without regard to how it would affect the story. And that's not the best. I think John it, Favreau understands that. It, it, it's, it's exactly what,
2: Episode nine of Star Wars was that they just put everything together
0: that fans won
2: and didn't flesh out the story. Somehow that's that's what in in Star Wars, filler episodes, except for the droid one in season two in season five, sorry, that droid arc can fuck off because that was boring as shit. We did not need to know about that. The only thing it brought us was Gregor. Anyway, filler episodes in the Star Wars universe fill out does the, the universe make it actually feel expanded like mm-hmm. it is. If you if you look at any encyclopedia, every character that has any screen time, be it one second, they, they have a backstory. You know where they come from, except for Yoda. You know their species, except Yoda.
1: <laughs> you know where they live, except for Yoda. Yeah.
0: It was <laughs> <there's> a Yoda
1: origin <laughs> story. Man. Hmm is just like even <laughs> fans themselves. They even said, obviously, like you said, Alex was episode nine, they would have preferred a part one and a part two. If that was yeah. the case, maybe we would have had a very different outcome and very different story. But obviously JJ trying to be the best director he could try to fit yeah. into like one, two hour space and just like, no, n- it, it, it couldn't work. So yeah. People- uh, well, the thing I is he also to had to pick you. up the
2: pieces from Last Jedi.
1: Yeah. Overall, I give
0: episode two like like a nine point one out of ten. It was good. I can see where some people come from saying it's filler but overall, I thought it was a really good episode. It was a good Star Wars. I'd give it but,
2: yeah. no. I'd give it an eight point five out of ten. It's not my yep. favorite episode of The Mandalorian by a long way, but it's still a really good episode. Yeah. It does well, sound like a low either. score, an eight point five, but that is just under a nine. And I would never yeah. give anything high, higher than a 9.5
1: anyway. So, you know. what do you rate a tie out of 10. I'm pretty similar with Alex, you know, around 8.5, I think it's a fair score. You know, I liked, like, like, like I always said, I always look at it from kind of a filmmaker perspective. You know, it looked visually stunning. It looked whole, like with the spider's things, you know. Like I said, I'm like with Liam. I'm not, I don't have arachnophobia, but even that fucking scared me. It was just like, oh, shit. It's
0: like, uh, no, yeah. no, no, thank you.
1: No, thank you. You, see, you
0: feel the tension.
2: There's a big one coming at you, like the size of a fucking mountain. Yeah. And you've got all these little baby ones as well that are getting everywhere. They're running. They're- Mando's like, struggling.
1: Baby yeah. Yoda's struggling. The frog Which is like sounds, is on all sounds. four legs like trying to But I can remember myself screaming at the screen going, Baby Yoda, use the force, please. We need you please. to use the force. <laughs> the sound of them
0: was like, not, not for me. I was not in... It sounded so creepy. The only thing is like, episode two is a good standalone episode on its own, but I think with the next episode that we're going to discuss, it does kind of lack a bit, just because so much happens in episode three. And... I mean, as a good segue, it's, it, it, it's, that.
2: But it's one of the... It, before we do, though, it's yeah. just one of those show episodes where every second that's on screen is every second that's happening. It's not like yeah. we're jumping around time to time, like, it's over the course of a couple of days, like some episodes are. It's straight away, yeah. oh shit, this is happening from this to this.
1: Anyway, yeah, segue on to episode. And also, yeah, just to say, there we you saw the Rebel Done. Fighters at the okay. end, that could potentially play out in a future story of The Mandalorian. We never know. Definitely. But We've done talking about episode two, episode three. Am I giving the rundown for this one, yeah? Y- yeah, you'll give
0: oh, the rundown oh. for episode three. So episode three, titled The Heiress, was directed by Bryce Dallas Howard, who you may know from Jurassic World. She's actually a pretty good actress, and she is the daughter of, uh, I can't remember his first Bob name. Howard. But he directed... The- Yes, he directed the 2018 solo film. So there is kind of cool family history there, which, you know, I think is good. Oh, sorry, I'm just having a, a bit of a Wi-Fi problem. So yep. the episode really good. starts off, well, Mando eventually gets Frog Lady back um, to Trask. And, you know, Baby Yoda and Mandalorian get in there standard Mandalorian shenanigans but this time they're saved by fellow Mandalorians which was really cool to see. Bo-Katan Kreeze makes an appearance uh, played by Katie Sackhoff who you may recognize from The Flash or Battlestar Galactica or Big Bang Theory. Which I like the one, of her sa- yeah.
2: one of her side Mandalorians uh, was uh, Sasha Banks from
0: WWE. Exactly. Shout out to her. And yeah she was just a perfect cast. She looked looks just like over Time crazy, and she, she was really cool, and essentially, the, the most important part of the story was that she told Mando to go and find Ahsoka Tano, which is what we are looking forward to the most. And also
2: gave, her, gave Mando the coordinates to Ahsoka.
0: Yeah, to her <laughs> location. But, so what do we think about episode three, boys?
2: Today's video is kindly sponsored by Rogue Energy. Rogue Energy is the most delicious game and drink on the market with a wide range of different and unique flavors all designed to quench your thirst. From green apple to mango pineapple, Rogue Energy will have a flavor for you. Make sure to use our discount code SIF, that's SITH to get a 10% discount of your next order.
1: Nice knowing some information kind of about more or less the kind of Mandalorian kind of lore and religion, kind of obviously from different kind of perspectives, obviously from Bo-Katan's perspective and her two other her sidemen didn't catch their names, but they, they they were cool. Yeah, Um learning about Moff Gideon and kind of also a bit about the dark saber, which you know did kind of clear up some perspectives as well. Bo-Katan wants her dark saber back. Oh yes, yes she. Does who was the original owner of the, the Dark Saber? The uh, when we first saw it, it was owned by Pre Vizsla. It, it was War. owned by
0: Pre Vizsla in the Clone Wars, but
2: and the Death Watch Mandalorians, which are the race of I say race of Mandalorians, the religion of Mandalorians that Mando is. Meanwhile, yeah. the other ones <laughs> are the peace loving Mandalorians, i.e., Bo Katan, who can take the helmets off. Um, Mando, I'll just do a Google for search for- as to who.
0: Uh the Darksaber then went to Dark Maul in the um, Siege of Mandalore Arc and it stayed in Maul's possession until it was um, taken For a very by long Sabine time. time. It, it was taken by Sabine Wren in the Rebels storyline. From then on, I believe the last we saw of it, it was in possession by just the Wren clan. So we don't actually know what's happened to the Darksaber past the point of Rebels. Obviously, season... I think it was season three of Rebels that the Darksaber was in is about seven years before Mandalorian season two. So anything could have happened to that Darksaber. But the last time we saw it, it was... Um, So the original (laughs) owner...
2: Yeah, the last time we saw it was in possession of Satine in Rebels, but uh, as far, as we know now, it is owned by Moff Gideon, um, yeah. the very 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 bad guy. But um, yeah, uh, so it was owned. It was created by Tari Visla um, ah, a thousand yeah, years before we the original Mandalorian, the first ever Mandalorian to be inducted into the Jedi Order. Um, And it was created a thousand years before um, the events of Star Wars. So it's a very old old relic, like ancestry. So it is in Pre like heritage, which is what he does say, because he did steal it from the Jedi temple. No, his
1: ancestors
2: did. Oh, sorry. His ancestors stole it from the Jedi temple. But the Jedi did keep that saber. I think the Jedi keep most um, old Jedi sabers in like a, like a
1: museum room or something. To honor Fallen Jedi. I don't... Did you mention the fact that the lovely Katie Sackhoff played Miss Bo-Katan? Yes, I think I mentioned that in my review. Katie Sackhoff, man. She gets her paycheck on the Flash. (laughs) She appeared in Flash. Wasn't she
0: Cicada 2? No, she wasn't Uh, Cicada 2. She was only Amina Black. Oh. She's going to get raided at Comic-Con. Wow. I can't remember her name, but it was someone else. And she did have a few cameos in Big Bang Theory as the character she played in Battlestar Galactica. She did in
2: Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, uh, most notably the one where she's in the bath with
0: Howard Wolowitz. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Hey,
1: Sakhoff, get
0: that paper. I thought she was the perfect casting for Bo-Katan, to be honest given what we saw over in the Clone Wars it, and in Rebels.
2: The only thing that I don't understand is, how come Bo-Katan looks like she's in her late 40s, Yeah, Obi-Wan looked like he was in, in his 80s, 90s, that's 70s? Because of the, uh,
0: that's because of the effect of twin suns, because he lived on Tatooine. It's a known fact that suns, sunlight ages you rapidly. Imagine living on a planet with twin suns. Um, Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru were only in their forties at the time of the original New Hope. They look like they're in their sixties. Oh.
2: True, true. And Anakin was only eight. Anakin was only eight years old on Tatooine, but he looks about twenty-one. Exactly. <laughs> in Phantom Menace, that's a joke.
0: No, no but say, um, Hank, Aunt, Aunt Owen and Aunt, not Aunt Owen. Yeah, Aunt Uncle Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru were in their. <laughs> <laughs> Early twenties when Obi Wan brought Luke, and then nineteen years later they look like they're in their sixties. It's just the effect of twin sons, I think, and probably the strain of—let's be real—Obi Wan's a Jedi on the run. Man's not getting his five a day. That's just the fact. <laughs> also, you know.
2: Also, they do have to uh, like focus—not uh, focus, but deal with Luke's addiction to blue milk. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Yeah, and that's, that's why uh, Bokutan looks as good as she does. She did look good. She did look good. That, that, uh, and it, and
2: it, yeah, surprisingly though, she did look exactly like um, her clone was, counterpart. But Mando's face, when they get rescued and they take off the helmets, he's like, no, 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 not again, not again. This <laughs> no, no, is not no. an episode one thing again. Please. No, 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 no. Again? Don't want to be that guy. No, the helmet does not come off. But there was backlash at this episode. There was backlash at this episode as well. Yeah. The Mandalorian armour had boobs. <laughs> uh, and there was backlash about that. Women have boobs, and so the armour has to be made to ha- allow their breasts to exist. And people were not happy about that, apparently.
0: Right, like, you're not making armor that's just gonna crush your boobs. You're not making flat armor. It's flat.
1: I'm literally seeing Yo, I'm had boobs Star in the TV Wars show. In
0: going
1: crazy. This is woke. This is instantly woke thinking. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <"Ow." laughs> yeah, I, th- I think season so, three
0: was. For what's been released so far, personally for me, it's the peak of the season. The best episode we've had. Episode, episode 3
2: was a good episode. I think it's es- especially some of its shocking twists um, at the beginning with uh, the uh, Mon Calamari and the... I always forget the other Squidhead people. Mon, uh, for those of you who don't know, Mon Calamari are the ones that are like Admiral Ackbar with the big eyes on the side and the big yeah. squid bit. The other ones, I think they're the quell. Yeah, the Quail.
0: The quail? Shark, the shark ones.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. did when, see when Mando landed, when he, when he almost landed, I was just like, hey, Akbar, what's up? It's, it's, not it's a trap. A trap. It's Quarren. Quarren. They're Quarren. Oh,
0: that's,
2: that's what they are. Quarren. The, the Quarren people, I don't really like them. I'm more of a Mon Calamari sort of person.
1: I scream when they push Baby Yoda and it's like, what are you doing?
2: Yeah, yeah, and then they get the best try and get the best guys like steal his best guy and then Bo Katan comes in and does her Bo Katan stuff. Nope. Right,
0: cool. Very cool. And then the ending. The ending. <laughs> getting a getting and a So-Katana. Like we're led we
2: we're, we're led to the next episode where we pray and beg that we do see a So Katano. I'm so excited to see what she's going to look like in live action. Have any, um, um, do we know if any sorry, set no. photos have uh, come out? Um, Not guys, comment down below in the, dis- in the uh, comment section what you're most excited about in this, in this season of The Mandalorian and write down your favorite parts of the season so far. Um, whether you agree with any of the controversial points of Baby Yoda or the breasticles of the female Mandalorians Which is just wrong and stupid on so many levels. Whether you agree about them, join the discussion down in the comments. We'll talk to you. Promise. We love you. For those of you who are listening to us on Spotify, Anchor, or Google Podcasts, I forget about the other ones that we're on. Overcast video subject. Overcast. Video Republic. We're everywhere. Join us. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. YouTube channel, it's this is the way. Then click channels. Then click the one with the golden Mandalorian helmet because you know we don't get featured in the uh, actual channel bits because there's so much Star Wars stuff there <sighs> and kids videos.
0: Anyway. Yeah, uh, there are kids videos. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> Any search for us.
2: Yeah, you type in "this is the way" and there's like kids videos just a bit. This
0: is the way to brush our teeth and things like it's
1: that. It's funny. I didn't know how to brush your teeth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly that. Parents, teach your children how to brush their teeth. It's not that hard. Yeah. Ah, uh, but yeah. Also,
2: if this is your first time watching. Don't forget to click that subscribe button. Um, pick up your chair, um, throw it at the screen, and smack like button with it. Exactly. Notifications bell. What was that? me sneezing. Click the notification bell so you never know, so you never miss when we post new content and get that sexy notification of our faces right there.
1: You're not wrong, you're not wrong. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Poggers. Poggers. But yeah, all our socials. But yeah, guys, this has been a great session with the boys. We've had an awesome time. And uh, oh boys, we didn't give our rating at the for the end for uh oh, the this is an episode. Like, you know, Alex and Ty, they don't
0: like to give anything above a nine point five, but like I'm giving episode three a nine point six. just such a good episode. There's so many highlights, Katie Saka, Ahsoka Time name dropping, seeing the more Mandalorians. It was just I loved that. Who, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directed it and it tied back into her dad doing so I just thought that was really good there was just so many positives for
1: this episode personally mm-hmm. 9.6 I can't remember what episode she direct- She did direct an episode in season 1 I can't remember what one it was but. Apparently- I think it was that prisoner episode I think you're right
2: but yeah um- that was my favourite episode of season 1
1: actually <clears throat> I yeah me yeah I, so kind of same with Liam you know I really really did like this episode again you know well well directed you know it's just. But, but it's just kind of beautiful i just i love i just love seeing the Ma- the mandalorian's journey i love that it's just not it's not an easy road and you know he's got a lot of challenges to kind of face on the way and i'm glad when that... you, when you choose the way of the mandalorian you're both hunter and prey true in indeed indeed so you know i um hmm um you, you know what liam I, i'll match with you why not 9.7 hey my rating.
2: The VFX were amazing. I do love. I do love seeing the Mandalorians with their um, with their rocket jetpacks. Uh, I do love seeing them shoot up, come down, all that sort of stuff. The shock factor when Baby Yoda got chucked into the thing. I was like, oh my god, what the hell? Um, seeing Bo-Katan again. Seeing Moth Gideon in a hologram. Um, so we know that like always, back in full force, is pissed off. Seeing some stormtroopers some Imperial gunmen the episode as a whole is my favorite episode of season three season three no, this is episode three season two so far this is my favorite episode of season two car oh, that's season three bullshit this is a bit where I'm explaining it <laughs> season two episode three is my favorite of the series so far uh, i I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to break my own rule here and actually on nine point six. Was literally almost effectively written episode. Couple bits of gripes, but none that could really yeah. affect yeah, yeah, my viewing pleasure it bit, it, of it. Honestly, episode.
0: felt movie. It felt movie quality that
1: episode did. It really did. But yet, yeah, I think that has been a very good session, my boys. You know, quick and easy, and you know. And very shortly, very soon, the, the episode four of you will be coming to you, lovely people. Yeah, so make sure you all stay out for that. But yeah, guys, it's been a good session. I've had, I've had fun. Poggers. Um, before we go, we're forgetting something. Um, socials. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Liam, why don't you start, sir? Well, obviously,
0: if you've been a kind of long-time follower, you'll know I did do like, LRT Gaming on the side. Definitely 100% put my hand up, slacked off, third-year uni student. It's hard. It's hard to find time to stream. But over the Christmas period with new tech and I've got a month off, I am hoping to get back into it. So check out LRT Gaming on Instagram and on YouTube. And I'll hand it over to Alex.
2: Um, for me... My Instagram is legend on score Alex one. Check out my life, become my best friend, message me. I'll design you a wow. Roblox t-shirt. Because apparently people like to message me to get me to design a Roblox t-shirt. Don't know oh, why. Man. Hold my hand up there.
0: Roblox it's t-shirt. just random.
2: I've had like seven people do it to me now. <laughs> Not going to lie. Um, check out my, U- uh, my YouTube channel, uh, Legend Alex. Um, I haven't posted on there since March, June. June time and it was about an Arkham Asylum gameplay which I might continue sometime soon so keep your eyes peeled that um, yeah that's pretty much it Ty drop off socials you sneaky lower devil
1: if you're an old man like me you must love 90s and 80s nostalgia like me I love yeah so head on over to my youtube channel I Ty We are very, very close at 200 subscribers. So close. And with views wise, we're not doing too bad. We've been doing pretty well. So yeah, uh, head over there and uh, show me some love. And my socials are Instagram, you know, I uh, dot underscore Ty. And uh, I'm I'm kind of frequent on Twitter most days, you know, oddly enough. So uh, it's I Ty 11. So on Twitter. Very good.
0: This is the way. This is the way. This is the way.